Jacob Jones. So the Cardinals are hiring coaches. But as the season approaches, I'm getting worried about my team. Ben Yates. And don't get me started on Gannon. Kind of feels like the Cardinals are loading themselves into a cannon. The Valley Variety, live every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Blaze Radio. Straight up 4 o'clock on this beautiful Thursday afternoon here in the basin that we call Phoenix, Arizona. And you are listening to the Valor Variety live on Blaze Radio and BlazeRadioOnline.com. We have producer Jack Bartlett in the first studio with us. What's up, Jack? Woo! Yeah, what's up, Jack? How we doing? I, I love Valley Variety, and I love Thursdays. So. Love Thursdays. And I'm here with Ben Yates. What's up, Ben? Woo! I love Valley Variety, and I ben, love Thursdays are, uh, that are in the Thanksgiving. Is you're a copycat. Exactly. We are, uh, we are a week away from Thanksgiving, so we will not have an episode next week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So mm. happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and I hope God blesses you forever and a day. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Hope you Thanksgiving all. Thanksgiving time. Yeah, it is Thanksgiving time. We are officially a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That's it's, a crazy thing you just said. I think it's also crazy because I'm realizing how fast the semester is coming up. I was about to say, it's and like that's a, just basically two weeks. That's left. just as scary because I feel like Thanksgiving is kind of the center point to the end of the semester. Yeah. Thanksgiving is kind of your warning that you're getting close. Oh yeah, it's and it's that you should figure it out before you know. Thanksgiving's a nice little warning that you should figure everything out before it gets too late. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of those where it's like, okay, it's Thanksgiving time. I get to eat all this food. Yeah. Then you realize, oh, my God, I still have finals and an enterprise package or, you know, everything. Everything collapses in the week that follows Thanksgiving. Everything. All at once. Yeah. It's the beginning of the end, I think, Thanksgiving is. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's the beginning of the end for a lot of people that we know. Uh, especially most of the up on deck crew who are uh, we're having a little fun with this semester, but yeah. uh, you know, basically the the sibling show I would say to Valley Variety, a very close friend of ours up on deck, will be in shambles next semester with oh, just yeah. cut in half. Yeah, I don't want to say shambles. I wouldn't say shambles, but I will say cut in half. It's yeah, yeah. We're losing a, a good chunk. Yeah. We're losing two of the three original co-host mm. but we we'll still be going strong we still have uh, producer ben yates who's slowly but surely getting the hang of the producer's chair well, i had zero problems yesterday zero none not uh much. no that's not true you muted me no i did that on purpose and you know that <laughs> he was like talking what were you talking about that he's muting me right now oh am i just on yeah with the only one on nice yeah yeah, yeah i muted ben cool. <laughs> so sorry i can't hear you you're muted yeah i I oh, hey, there you go. Back. Out. Oh, am I back? Yep. Oh, nice. You were back. Oh, I'm, I'm And he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Uh, so are, are we going, let's talk about a little bit of what happened uh, this last week here. Uh, because uh, in ASU, we had a bit of news that struck on Monday uh, with Ray Anderson. Just a bit. Uh, and Jones, you were you knew about this a little bit before some of us, I imagine. Because you are within this uh, athletic department a bit more than us as Sun Devil Radio is very much a prominent part in this organization. Yes, I um, I mean, can't say exactly how we found out. It's just that I 
the news hit us just a little bit before we before it hit Twitter because Ray's staff um, let university officials know as they do. So um, I think that's also what made it like feel more real because there was a report before um, the Oklahoma State game that Ray was going to resign with um, it was a singular tweet with no backing from Chris Cartman or a sensible source or whoever else and and it freaked out Ray's staff because we called Gene Boyd who if uh, you know people don't know who Gene Boyd is is the is kind of Ray's assistant he's Ray's assi- the assistant athletic director and we called Gene and asked if it was legitimate and, Jade, and Gene didn't know what we were talking about we actually scared Gene like we were <laughs> He was freak- I remember he was freaking him. out. He was like raising a meeting. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, he. This is absolutely one hundred percent not true. So, but admit he's out. Ray put out a statement, and that's uh. Monday was an interesting day. Yeah. Actually, I found I we got an email from uh, I sent out my email from my boss, and then Jack posted in our group chat. Ray is gone in all caps. I was like, okay, the news couldn't have been that early for us. <laughs> right. Because Jack is Jack jumped in front of it. So I think Jack Bartlett has sources we don't know about. Do, do you I had uh, Chris Cartman on oh, Twitter. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I had <laughs> Who doesn't uh, woken Cartman up late that Jack day guy. because uh, our my first class is our uh, TV sports reporting class, Jacob. And I first thing I did was I opened my phone, went on to Twitter, and very first thing was Chris Cartman breaking Ray Anderson resigns, and I'm like, oh well, that's a it's a big win for ASU. Big win, you say? Okay. So you have an opinion on this, Jack? Uh, while in here, I'd, I'm not very sure the rest of us can really share our opinions very prominently uh, as part of media <laughs> staffs that would like us to be silent on this issue. Do you yeah. have an opinion? Do I have an opinion? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for the non-revenue and, and small sports, Ray Anderson did actually a really, really good job. Um, I agree. He and Michael Crow came and he they hired Zeke Jones, a, a guy who I've been I've had the privilege of covering him and his his team for four years now, and I can really only say good things about ASU wrestling and Zeke Jones, uh, and that was a really solid hire. We saw him also hire Bob Bowman in the, I think it was the same year back in 2014, and swimming, you know, I mean, you can talk about Leon Marchand for the next hour on this show just on the, the records he's broken and everything he's been able to provide ASU in terms of success and and medals and accolades. There's a couple of other hires as well uh, for some of those smaller sports. Uh, Willie Bloomquist, not necessarily a smaller sport, but coming in for... to replace Tracy Smith as the manager of baseball was a really big hire as well. And, great, great. Hire, uh, right. There was also Trisha Ford, the, the softball coach, for quite a few years before she departed for the the job at Texas A and M. And there's there's a few other coaches that Ray ha- hired where it was like, wow, you you really know what you're doing and you want to be here because you're hiring the right people, but there was a lot of the bigger sports where he almost fell flat. I think Bobby has been a really good hire. I, uh, you know, back in 2020, okay. he would have taken the Devils to their third straight NCAA tournament. But of course, 
COVID got in the way of that. And then there was two seasons after that where he definitely struggled. And then last year, of course, getting over the hump with a, a really solid transfer portal class and making it to the first round, it kind of collapsed in the last five minutes of the game. But if you don't collapse, you find yourselves at least in the round of 32. Um, I think Natasha Adair is slowly figuring her uh, situation out. And I think Dilly was a really good hire. Uh, I think the hire before Kenny Dillingham was questionable um, to be polite and to, as you mentioned, be a part of the media. I I think there was also a lot of struggle and there still continues to be a lot of struggle around Desert Financial Arena and the lack of investment in the last 20 or 30 years um, in that arena. But I, I do think that it was time for Ray to go, given that ASU is transitioning from the Pac-12 to the Big 12, and given that football is is of the essence more than ever now, and that that has been a very weak uh, side of Ray Anderson, at least, I, I mean, f- from... Herm Edwards to where we are now with the postseason ban, I think it was the right decision for him and for the university to uh, go separate ways. I I think I'm with you on this, Jack, is that he did phenomenal things for the smaller sports, stuff that doesn't really get shown in the revenue that comes back from them because no one's really going out to see track and field or going out to see softball. They're, They're going out to see some baseball. With Willie Bloomquist, that was a great yeah. hire. Uh, and hockey, I want to talk about hockey a little bit, too. Uh, with Mullet Arena, that was a great move by him, getting the NHL to also invest into that, put the Coyotes in there, and get revenue from not just college sports like volleyball and hockey and even women's hockey in the community iceplex, but also an NHL fan base gets to go into the ASU campus and generate even more revenue from that. So those moves were, like, really good. And plus, hockey's become a top three revenue for ASU sports. It's knocked a couple other heavy hitters out of there, like baseball. Like, it's football, basketball, and hockey now. And that's what it is. Uh, and you, you said Bobby, and I, I think Bobby's been uh, one of his longest tenures that Ray Anderson hired. Yeah. Bobby had a few differences with Anderson over the eight years he's been here now especially with a booster member that was banned later on uh, that harassed a bit of the women close to the team and then Desert Financial Arena never getting updated. There's a lot of great moments of Ray Anderson's career that can be seen in the smaller sports. You can't say the same about the big ones, though. There's a lot of fumbles on that side, uh, especially with the ban- the, the bowl ban. Uh, it's like you said, there's it's the right time for him to step down I think it's weird that it's middle of the football season, middle, let alone middle of an ASU semester. I, I think it's very strange that way because he's going to go teach at Sandra Day O'Connor, uh, not too far from here, literally down the street. I, I think it's a very strange timing overall, especially it's Oregon this week. It, to back Kenny Dillingham up right now has never been more important because this is finally, like this is the date's been circled on Oregon's calendars and on ASU's calendars. Well, that's the interesting thing is after Ray resigned, 
Chris Cartman tweeted out, I think it was yesterday or the day before, that uh, Sun Angel, the NIL collective for ASU, they like doubled their membership in the past few days since Ray right. Anderson resigned. That that was very interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah a lot of more people invested into ASU really quickly, and even Bobby said what ASU needs is fundraising from the next athletic director. Yeah, uh, and of course he's hinting at, hey, I need a new arena. Yesterday, <laughs> I mean, this desert financial thing is not working. It's the same arena James Harden played in. It's probably the same arena that all those retired numbers ahead, uh, like above them, have played in. It, it's it's old. It needs a lot of upgrades. You can see the bleachers from outside. Without a doubt, it it's time not only to move on from a couple staffing changes. It's time to move on from Desert Financial Arena. Yeah, uh, and there's. There's places to, you know, relocate the team for some time and then come back when it's refurbished. Phoenix is good for events like this. <laughs> We're good for a while. We can figure out where the team goes and plays. There's still GCU and other universities around that have gyms if that's not if Footprint Center is even unavailable. Like who who cares? We'll find something for them. Let's get DFA bulldozed and put something new in its place. That's what Bobby kind of wants, I feel. And I, I think a lot of ASU fans want that. It looks pretty ugly next to Sun Devil Arena, or State, Sun Devil Stadium, my apologies. Mountain yeah. America Stadium. <laughs> there you go. Good yeah. save. I think it's, I was trying to figure out this entire, like what, like, what can, like, cause that's like what it would have been like before the show of like, okay, what can I say and what can't I say? But I've been a big ASU fan my entire life and I just got, got the internship with Arizona, with the, with the, with the athletic department, excuse me. And I've the way Ray works with us and our production staff. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, he had some made some comments on his exit during the Anderson Healy show, which is broadcasted mm -hmm. by my main boss Sean Crespin and then Tim Healy, obviously the radio play by play voice of um, Arizona State. If you haven't listened to it, kind of what he said is that it, you know his that his age, which he pointed to, he's you know he's close to being seventy years old. His age is not the issue. It's the level of college athletics that is the issue. And whether or not you agree with him, that that is the reason he left or should be leaving or whatever is up for debate. I mean, we talked about before. You can look at the good and the bad of what Ray has done at ASU. Ray has been a part of the building of Mullet Arena, the extensive building of the ASU Olympic sports, the extensive building of Pac-12 sports in general, the um, success of, you know, you know, I'd say the men's basketball program to an extent to what our um, usual, like what we usually expect out of our basketball program, the upgrade and renovation of what was Sunnable Stadium, now Mountain America Stadium, the $300 million renovation project to build everything around it. Yeah, that's all good. And I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm not, I won't get, you know, I'm not going to get flagged for, uh, you can't lose in the biggest sport. I think that's the biggest thing. Of all of all the sports you you can't mess up on, you can't mess up on football. And whether that's all in Ray or not is up for debate. But what happened with Herm Edwards and what happened with Antonio Pierce and um, what um, that led to that we've seen this year with the bull ban, it just that can't 
it doesn't really matter how well you do in soccer or softball or baseball or if you have a really nice jumbotron or really nice facilities people don't see that on ESPN people right. saw the headline in August when it said ASU was getting a bull band that's what's being broadcast out to ASU and I just think Ray did a really good job this much my opinion I think Ray did a really good job locally with yeah. with the local community as much as people didn't like him people knew ASU Ray and Michael Crow are a big part of why we are the number one innovative school in the country. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. You can't, you can't look at what was happened over the past decade and say that's like not one of the reasons we're not number one innovation. Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. However, I'm still going to ask Kelly to put this on the poll. Is Ray Anderson innovation, yes or no? <laughs> I mean, his vocabulary. Have you seen his vocabulary? Relinquishment. That's some innovation he right there. Has, I mean, I remember we had a, a thing about That's how Ray innovation. Anderson definitely won a spelling bee like a year oh, ago. Oh, yeah. We Without talked about a doubt. This. That was it, like a last it was August. A, absolutely. It was a year ago. I think because so. Because relinquishment happened a year ago. That's right. Isn't that crazy? A year ago. That's so funny. A year ago. Hermed, which was a really There's a little callback. That's not intentional. That's and definitely a callback. we didn't have a one-year anniversary for that date? For the, rel- the relinquishment? relinquishment. Yeah, that's a that's a date you want to forget, though. Yeah, but I'm not even sure that's that's not really a date. No, you but celebrate. it's a day that yeah. someone came up with the word relinquished. Relinquishment. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. Ray. You've never heard relinquish. No, who uses that word in sports before Ray Anderson did? I've never heard of it before. Ray. I'm You've not on ne- Jeopardy or on on <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. I'm not there. Do you I, live under a rock? Do you think I read a dictionary daily? Who relinquish cares is about like relinquished. He relinquish was is like a word that's really the, not used in that. I think it was just funny because relinquish is not a word you'd use in that scenario. Exactly. He was fired. He was straight up fired for his job. Relinquished is just letting go nicely. Like it, yeah, nice and he was letting him go fired. nicely because no, they're buddies. A, they're friends. A, nice a mutual fired. agreement. Yeah, yeah. but, but relinqu- relinquishment is just a mouthful. It's a mouthful. They're, 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 they're buddies. He, he's got to relinquish Herm Edwards. He's not firing Herm. He's relinquishing him. Relinquished. I just I can't. I can't say it. I Stay think fired. he was. <laughs> say it. I saw a t- I saw a, a a tweet. I think after it happened of the viral photo of Ray and Herm oh, and patting on the and Doctor Crow yeah. on the field after each mission game. Yeah. And some dude was like, I think he was fired on the field. I think he was he was relinquished in the office the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's the. I that think that's a good exactly way to put it. Right. I think yeah. that's a. Well, well said. I think that's a, that's probably the best way to put it. So whoever said that. <laughs> I think I was looking at that guy's caption and uh, and username on Twitter is at um, Fire Ray Anderson. I mean, so there you go. You you were right, Jones. That the the ASU you know innovation for Ray is was there, but there was a lot of fan hatred. Oh, absolutely. Uh, however, I I'm gonna have such an unpopular opinion. I'm gonna be told that I should shut up and never have radio again. I think ASU fans are full of themselves, fully full of themselves. I can't disagree. Uh, I think we're one of the worst fan bases I've ever witnessed firsthand. I I think we're ungrateful in many ways uh, and very unsupportive of the sports that we have. What? Yeah, go, no, go ahead. Uh, I, I think that what I've seen is a desire for hockey to stay in the Valley. 
I, I've seen that for the Coyotes. So you want them to stay in the Valley. But the Coyotes, you don't understand this, that the fans, there's fans that want the Coyotes to stay in the Valley. There's normal citizens who don't care about sports who would have to add into their taxes to help the Coyotes stay here. And that's something you're not going to pitch to I think we're full of ourselves for that for you know to expect for the city of tempe to pay for a huge like billion dollar renovation of a a, a garbage lot and then turn it into a hockey arena that's not going to happen and then you expect ray anderson to you know just bend over to all this criticism when he's actually done a lot of good you're not looking at all the good he's done because like, the surface stuff you all pay attention to football and basketball and yeah there's some bad in there. He wasn't really good at his job when it was out there into the big sports. But when you look at those smaller sports, there's no better place in the country for the smaller sports than ASU. And Ray Anderson's a part of that. I think one I, – I totally agree with you. As an ASU fan growing up, as now working with a lot of them, I totally agree. We do a post-game show on our radio uh, – our football radio broadcast – and after we lost to Fresno State, we had more than 10 calls asking for Kenny's head. And like Jack said, the day, the day after Ray's um, resignment, the, the amount of Sun Angel uh, donations that went up. I don't want to look at that as a bad thing. And I don't see it as a bad thing fully. But there's a part of me that sees it and says, okay, you waited for Ray Anderson to leave the program, these programs, before you decided to help them. Because they need help. That, mean, that, means, your, that means your spite for Ray Anderson mm-hmm. is higher than your want to help ASU. That's what gets me. You don't want to help ASU. You want people to leave ASU. So you have a purpose to help ASU. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. What the university is doing and what Ray Anderson is doing are two different things. What the students athletes are doing and what Ray Anderson is doing are two different things. Let's not get that mixed up. And to donate, the amount you're donating, I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm glad they're donating more. But a lot of people are pointing to this donation and donating in general. I have a lot of family members that are donating now because Ray Anderson just left. Finally, I can believe in ASU sports again. I... I don't. I just don't understand it. There's my. I mean, there's my tirade. There's my. Mm. But you, you have to be patient. Yeah. People have to be patient, and I know it's hard to be patient when you pay to go to games and when you pay to, to cheer and whatever. It ASU was great in the '90s. Football, whatever. Great ASU was great in the early 2000s, and a lot of this stuff. Right. And, and, and it's he- the same fans that are like impatient about the same stuff. There needs to also be a reality check that what's happened to ASU football this year is no one's fault. Injuries left and right cannot be controlled. It doesn't matter if Nick Saban is your coach. It doesn't matter if you have a five-star quarterback or wide receiver on your team. If injuries are affecting your offensive line, you're not going to be a great football team. You're just going to be, you know, 69th in passing yards and 121st in rushing yards. I saw that today in, uh, in, uh, on Kevin Malady's yeah. boards today. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Blaze Radio. Uh, it's you're in the work. When all you're right. 10th or 12th in the Pac-12, all, like, all together for passing, rushing, and receiving, it, 
that's not because your team or coaching is bad. There's a lot of stuff that's happened to ASU. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. And yeah, ha- and patience is a thing, and it's frustrating to see a team fall apart like this. It's one year. It's one year, and you just got out of five years of someone you actually had a right to not like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't need to like Herm Edwards. That's okay. He shouldn't have probably been the coach in the first place. But Kenny, why are you calling for his head? And Kenny cares. Like, Kenny, like, guys, Kenny cares. Like, he, this man is on the verge of tears after every loss. Mm hmm. I like, we see him post game. Like, as soon as he comes off the field, he has to come and jump on our radio show to talk to uh, Healy and the color guy. And after, I think it was after the USC loss that we had a pretty good right to win that game. He was like on the verge of puking. Because he was sick of the job that he did, because he thought he caused us to lose the game. Right, he put like it on this himself. dude, like cares. Like this dude makes me want to like go out there and like. <laughs> and he makes me want to run through a, a wall. I love him at practice. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys been out to practice yet? Or been out to practice? Just like watching him, the way he talks, fires me up. Like, <laughs> I love Ken. Like Kenny's like, he's like. Because his voice is always raspy, too. Yeah. You can tell, like, he definitely needs some <laughs> a cough drop. He's <laughs> like, like, guys, we got this. <laughs> and he talks to the media the same way. He'll go, like, he'll go be like, someone will ask him. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, what you, uh, you know, what are you looking for? Look, the guys care. <laughs> they, they, they care. And if you care enough, that leads to wins. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Do you have more of that? Like, uh, I, I, could, I probably could. Oh, yeah? It's like, guy, guys care. You know, you got, got, these guys, the kids care. And if you get kids who care, you get a good football team. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him say that exact quote. Like, I know. That's <laughs> what I, was I can visualize him saying that in front of a press. We're not like, just winning on the field. Like, we're winners off the field. And that's what matters. <laughs> He's so stoic. He is so stoic. <laughs> Kenny talks like he's, like, sitting on his porch. just like, they care. They really do. Kenny's just looking at the sunset. He's just like, they care. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> but I am going to call on ASU fans, though, to, oh. for like, what, like, one of my last things on Ray and the whole situation is I want to call on them to, like, like, if you're going to keep this, like, give this much support after Ray's gone, I need you to, like, keep the support for, like, like, ongoing. Because, like, there's been support on and off, and, like, I understand giving more, like, I, I can understand the point of giving more because Ray's gone. But you better keep the support, like, you know, in the same areas for, like, stuff that actually matters. Because cause you're going to give this much after a guy resigns from his job. Then then Kenny better have, like, your unwavering support. Guys like Kenny better have, like, guys like Bobby better have your unwavering support. And when, like, there's going to there's probably going to be a vote soon on, you know, if they try to renovate or build a new basketball arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, you... You better be voting yes or helping fund, you know, that arena if you're going to be this happy after um, Ray leaves. Right. And I, I've, I, I'm That's pretty my sure we could, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we could talk on Ray Anderson for a full hour. Yeah, I really, really do not want to. No, <laughs> I really don't. There's, There's a, lot of, a lot of talk. There's a lot There's, of stuff going on. The, Draymond Green was like, choke holding Rudy Gobert the other night. I really like. Yeah, what's th- up with him? There's more exciting things to talk about. Ooh, five game suspension. What's going on there? Five? I five didn't see games. he got suspended. Five game suspension. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert also got fined twenty five thousand dollars with Clay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels. 
Rudy what Gobert. Did Clay do? <laughs> uh, what did Clay do? I didn't. I haven't seen the full clip. You haven't seen it? Oh man, I've uh, seen. I well, saw the chokehold. Right. What happened with Clay and Jaden? They were the ones who started it. Uh, they were yanking your, their jerseys around. Uh, had a whole tussle at center court. Clay's okay. jersey was ripped in half. Rudy Gobert intervened to get Clay off of uh, Jaden, and then Draymond to get Rudy off of Clay went with the old chokehold uh, <laughs> that got him five games. The suspension. old chokehold, uh, and it was you know pretty viral. I would say I haven't you know stopped watching ESPN too much today, and every five minutes it goes back to that clip. <laughs> it it hasn't gotten, and then it went to the Anthony Davis Santi Aldama back and forth. That was really funny. Uh, Aldama pushed a ball in Anthony Davis's chest, and then Anthony Davis pushed Aldama straight to the ground and yeah. walked away. Dude flew. <laughs> it was over within five seconds. Uh, I don't know. The NBA was funny that day. And then Paul George pulled up a, a potential game-tying shot, and it went for a wedgie instead. That was great. <laughs> I mean, come on. The end-season tournament can't get any better right now. And then what the um, – the like one of the last shots of the game – it was like, wait, 111-108 with the Denver game? Uh, the yeah. ball got stuck. That's what I was just saying. The wedge. Oh, that's what you were talking yeah. about. I thought you were talking like actual wedgie. <laughs> no. <laughs> wedge. I like how you said wedge, too, and uh, then thought, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. He was talking about that. <laughs> that's exactly what I was talking about. Huh. I was like, oh, ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the right page. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well done, Jones. Uh, right. I also like Welcome how everyone was hyping up the Suns' big three return this last like what yesterday? Yeah, that was tough. And then Bradley Beal just Bradley Beal. didn't come out. Like, come on, when are we ever gonna see these three play together? I just feel bad for because uh, the Suns jacked up prices when that morning when Book announced he was coming. Back. Oh yeah. And then prices shot back up. <laughs> and then about what twenty minutes before game time? Just about. Bradley Beal or was announced on the uh, injury report. Yep. Bradley Beal was out. You know I have a guy named Austin Hippola. Uh, part of Cronkite News, who had a story about the big three uh, for Phoenix about to play for their first game together, and it was going to be great. Sweet Spot was going to be viral. And then that happened. Ouch. Had to change his entire story. Mm. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. No. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> well Thank done. Use of that. Good job. Rest, in, rest in peace, Austin's story. I'm sure it was very well oh, done. I it was like he changed it up to something else that was you know, solid. Solid story. So, uh, I want to get to this. Secret Santa? Yeah, Secret Santa. So up on deck, we explained it a little bit yesterday, but there's seven of us involved in Secret Santa. Uh, the four of up on deck's main host all went yesterday to pick a name out of this festive hat here uh, given by Jake Brown for this purpose alone. Uh, we have three names left in here, and we have three people left to choose a name out of this hat. So, Jones... Do I do the honors? You will do the honors okay. of picking first. It is a $10 minimum and $20 max. I was just about to ask gift. if there is a, a minimum or a maximum. All right, I got my name. And we will do re- do I uh, play the song again? Uh, do you have a song? Yes, go it's, ahead. It's queued up. Go ahead, play All it. Right. Uh, would you like to come over and pick your name out of the hat? Here we go. Christmas. Christmas. Okay. It's not Christmas time yet. Uh, Christmas. In the drum tank. All right. Jones, have you got your name? I do. I do. Have it's I not, seen it? It's not your own name. Make sure it's not your own name. Not the no, one. It's not mine. It's not yours. Haley, is it your name? Okay. That's half the battle. The round mountain dew. I turn my 
like who I got. It's gonna be good. You gotta be careful with this song, Jack. Is there, there isn't there uh, some unfair language in this? No. Is there not? No. Oh, I guess that's in like the main part, huh? Well, yeah, they like say that, they say ass, but that's whoa. That's not an whoa, FCC. Whoa, whoa. That's not an FCC. Whoa. I guess you can't say whole after that word, but you can say. Ass. I I can't. Just did. I, I didn't say that word and then hey, I'm just protecting us. Things can be edited around. Uh, Jones, yeah. Tell us about how you feel with your uh, Secret Santa. I feel good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You think it'd be easy I'm, to buy? I'm, I think. Yeah, I. I've been thinking maybe some. Uh, some homemade gifts. Ooh, homemade gifts for this person. You yeah. must like them a lot. I, I sure do. I sure do. Well done. All right. Hey, this is the uh, Travis Kelsey part. Yeah, yeah, this is fantastic. Waiting for me. You pretty. South Philly. The lovers were singing. All the drunks they were singing. This is a good job. choir we're singing. Galway Bay. I might hang, play this while I hang up. For Christmas Day. Yeah, all right. I don't believe in celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving, but this is an absolute bop. This is a banger, man. No, Haley. No, I'm no. sorry. Jack, I, cut the music off before Haley gets it to her. Wait, no, it's about to get to my favorite part. Oh, Jack, we have to cut it off. I'm sorry. Let's cut it off, Jack. Come you on. You dirtbag, you phony, you lousy jabroni. That's my favorite part. All right. All right. I can turn it off now. Hey, hey, so Do you know why I like the jabroni part? Why? Because that's what Jason says? No, that's what... Uh, so right before the AFC Championship game, the the Bengals, you know, were, were all talking crap. And, Burrowhead. And, yeah, they said, uh, we're going to Burrowhead Stadium, and the mayor said that Joe Burrow was Pat's father and oh, this and yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I forgot and, about that. And um, when after the, the Chiefs won, uh, Travis... Had a field day with mocking everyone. Pat, Patty did Patty things. He kind of shut up and just let the trophy talk because, you know, it proved that the Chiefs were better than the Bengals that year and all the crap they talked was for nothing. Um, but Travis, being Travis, he was talking all this crap. And during the ceremony, he actually took the mic away from it was either Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes. And he was like, I just got one thing to say. Um, and it was he said something uh, to the effect of like I, I hope I hope you know how it feels now and and then to the mayor who said that Joe Burrow was Pat's father and, and then he ended it with you lousy jabroni because that's uh jabroni. that's the rocks uh saying that right. he always says you jabroni jabroni all right so yeah there you go yeah all right well go Travis yeah go Travis uh, go one Travis of the conversations that we've been having around here that I really want to get to is what time it is is this year what time is it right now um no stop not that it's not what i meant 435 thank you um what i meant oh oh you mean like the season what time of year yeah. is this? it's yes. well it's november so it's fall well it's there fall. you go yes it's i agree fall. it's the, there you go it's the week before thanksgiving and so that means I, it's thanksgiving I know, time i know no that's what i'm saying Jack. i'm Agreed. i'm thankful to be the producer of Valley Variety. I'm That's thankful. the time I'm of season. I'm thankful to be on Valley Variety. I'm thankful to be. I'm thankful to be Haley Esterbrook's boyfriend. I'm thankful. Thankful to be Ben Yates' roommate. Yeah. I'm thankful to be with all of you. Oh, there you go. Sweet. I'm thankful for all of you for you know joining uh, all of us. You know all of us here together. It's just I'm thankful for Aww. all of you. Thankful Man. for an intern. Thankful for a producer. Thankful for 
a friend that has stuck by me through and through mm. for over a year and a half. I'm thankful. And I, I'm only thankful. I'm not festive yet for the... <laughs> 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 it's only time for thankfulness. Right, boys? I, I think so. I think yeah. uh, this, you know, to think, you know, yeah. people who uh, celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving holiday. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. No. But you have to respect people's... Because they're thankful about Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I can just be thankful about Thanksgiving. Right. That's my favorite only, holiday. Only thing. <laughs> Haley, do you have any comments? Mike Nine. Mike Nine. All right. One second. Someone helped me put up my lights. One, one sec. One sec. Thank Go you. ahead. Someone helped me put up my lights before Thanksgiving. Just so you're well aware, Jacob Jones was standing on my counter putting up my Christmas lights. Because I'm lights. thankful for you. Yeah. And then really? yeah. he I'm ate thankful. a candy cane before the show. Okay. That was a bit. Yeah, that was a bit much. It that tastes good. <laughs> it tastes good. He also ate a gingerbread cookie today. Oh, okay. We're tiptoeing here, John. No, it gingerbread tastes, cookies. Can, the, you well, can have gingerbread it, cookies like... In the shape of a man. No. Oh, oh. oh okay. Hi. Okay. See, so then, it's, it's walking the line. Yeah. It's walking yeah. the line. We right went there. Christmas shopping together. Ooh. Wait, I wouldn't, what? I, I wouldn't when? say I went Christmas shopping. <laughs> <laughs> we have matching Christmas pajamas that Ben Yates has uh, seen. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fair. You buy the you buy the PJs before Thanksgiving, and then you start sale. wearing them after the, the night that Thanksgiving is. Mm. We've, been uh, we've been wearing them, them for about two weeks now. I, oh, okay. So then, yeah, that's wrong. See, I, <laughs> that's wrong. I have uh, witnessed, Jack, we're at my, our own apartment, me and Jones. Uh, we had Haley over for a little while, and some Christmas cookies were made while they were wearing Christmas pajamas with some hot cocoa. Ben Yates did cook that, the Christmas cookies. I that, did, that, that I did cook Christmas cookies, yeah. And they but, were delicious. You know what I was thankful for, though? The cookies. I just like oh, you were thankful for the cookies. I was not we were thankful, thankful for the print for on the cookies. We were thankful, thankful for the time the that we all got together. Yes, the food. It was the blessed. time that they spent making sure that they could sing the Polar Express hot cocoa song, which I have nothing. a full hot video Hot chocolate is a, is a full year enjoyable treat. Yes. Hot, hot, hot. Oh, we got it. We got hot, it. Hot. Hey, we, we got it. Hot, I'm, a yeah, we of, uh, <laughs> I'm a big connoisseur of hot I'm a big connoisseur of hot chocolate in February. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that, I've had hot chocolate in June. I think it's a great treat. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that'd be immaculate. I like, a, I, like a cloudy, rainy day and just having oh, see, oh, hot cocoa in July. Oh, mood. Mm. So I think I think the perfect day for me would be a cloudy day, and you have a you have a nice grilled cheese sandwich, and tomato soup. Yeah. You wait a couple oh. hours, and then you have a, a, a nice cup of hot chocolate, and then so, you go to you go to bed sl- and snug in your bed. Is that yes. what you're saying? You want for dinner some grilled cheese and tomato soup? No, I'm I just, have neither of those things. I, I'm just saying it's I I like those both those things. <laughs> Anyways, go yeah. Christmas. Um, if anyone needs the video of them singing hot cocoa, reach out to me. It's a beautiful, like, beautiful I feel like video. She's gonna post it without us. <laughs> I feel like it may have to be posted on the Valley Variety story. As an intern, you have to make mistakes once in a while. That's and a pretty fair mistake to make, I think. I I think that we need like a poll question for it. You know, like is it about Christmas? Is it wrong to celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving? Yes or no, no or no. Yes or yes. You know yes I think. Yes. You know I think what is messed up though. What? And maybe some employees don't mind, and maybe or whatever. But places like Target and Best Buy open their store hours on Thanksgiving night. Oh yeah. Ooh. There's something that just does not sit well with me about that. Mm-hmm. See, when I was a kid, how we used to do it is, now not me personally, but my mom and my aunts 
would go line up at midnight or 1 a.m., whatever, and get into the shops. Not at 6 o'clock right. at night when these things are opening. Because mm-hmm. that just feels a little wrong to me. Obviously, now it's like online and stuff. You get the Black Friday deals on Amazon, whatever. But there's just something about like, you know, places like, you know, being open for Black Friday shopping while Thanksgiving is still going on, while pie is still being served. Yeah. Like, man, respect Thanksgiving, please. Yeah. Yeah. Put some respect on my holiday. I agree. Yeah. I I think I think all holidays should just be like you can't you l- cannot have employees work. Mm. At least not like although maybe like in the lie. mornings and stuff. But... I'm not gonna lie, a McRib on Christmas Eve is kind of insane. Well, Christmas Eve is a kind of I think Christmas Eve is a there's a certain time when you should close on Christmas Eve. But yeah, after course. a certain time on Christmas Eve, you need to be yeah you gotta you be shut down. you need to be closed. Out. Yeah, I think five o'clock is a fine line. Mm. Yes, right before dinner. I think yeah. I think no. that's a fine Christmas line. Christmas Eve dinner. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Because us Germans, I'm not completely German, but I'm kind of German. We gotta celebrate starting before then. Oh. Hot chocolate. Man, who doesn't like hot chocolate though? I don't know. I don't know a person who Losers. doesn't like hot chocolate. Losers. That's Jabronis. We, Jabronis. We, that should be a poll question. Jabronis. Who doesn't like hot chocolate? Yes or no? Wait, what? No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Who doesn't like hot chocolate? Yes or no? And then tag at as a quote. Yes, I, I'm serious. That's that's a poll somehow. Yes, baby. No. <laughs> what do you mean no? Did the intern just shut me down? I, I'm <laughs> proud of her. <laughs> Good I, job, babe. Welcome to the show. You hurt my feelings. Oh, boo. <laughs> you can't take any of my answers for Todd's class anymore. Oh! Whoa. Well, act, we don't even have any more quizzes, so joke's on you. Okay. Huh? Okay, okay. Fair Break enough. it up. Break it up. Fair enough. It's uh, okay, no. Judah gave you the answer. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Jack, you have a, a list Am I I, I to assume that you have a list of top 10 of the worst fan bases across college and professional sports? I do. I do. You do? I'm pulling it up right now. All right. I've got the fanfare as well, so we're we're all set. We're ready. Do I I go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay, so 10 and, and just to be clear for everybody who's listening, 10 is... The least worst fan base, and one is the, the worst, most the worst. worst. Yes, the worst one. Yes, mm-hmm. the absolute right. like. Give, give us worst. number ten. Give us number ten. At number ten, this was this is this was actually a really hard list, and number ten might like they might they should probably be a little bit higher, but I, I put them at ten, and it would be the Houston Asterix. Oh, the Astros. <laughs> so just Astros fans. Yeah. Astros fans. Yeah, yeah. Astros fans. fans. I will say I put them that low because their fan base is like super into the Astros and they like they pull up to the the ballpark pretty much every single game, but they're super obnoxious and the team cheated. Only thing in their defense is it's got to be tough like when you walk around yeah. and everyone's just like cheaters. Cheaters! Like, if I, if we're yelling that, like, 
If D backs cheated and people were yelling cheaters at me and then I beat them, I'd be, I'd be all yeah. yeah, I'd be angry too. I'd be all over them. Yeah, that's that's so I'm, fair. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. They yeah. are annoying, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I respect the list though. At number nine, the New York Knicks. Very the worst to their players. The, these Knicks fans need to cut it out. I saw them trample. They, they tore off a little mural off the wall that, of Julius Randle after the playoffs and stomped all over it. Dang. Jeez. That's that's terrible. It's harsh that's crowd, terrible. Man. Oh, yeah. They New don't York. like him. New York is a... To be fair, he's like shooting like 23% in yeah. the first few games. So. We're not defending Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. But, go Cats. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, there you go. At okay. at number eight, this one's very generalized, um, but there is a reason for it. At number eight, Philly sports fans. Yeah, that should be. I put that higher. I, I think it's a little low, but I I await your explanation. You'll you'll I, see you'll see the uh, the the, list, the, right? the the other seven reasons why. Seven. Huh. Yeah. Because okay. well, think the, of the seven right now, but go ahead. Number seven. Uh, at number seven would be the Yankees. Okay, uh, just personally, I'd put Philly sports fans way above yeah, Yankees. Yeah, a little bit over Yankees, uh, but I, I respect you. I, res- I respect my, my thing is if you're not going to win a World Series in over a decade, sure. but constantly flaunt 27 pennants in everyone's face every single chance you get, that is way more obnoxious than Philly sports fans going out and burning their city to the ground after they win a Super Bowl. Kind of a weird sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird that you yeah, but except with, yeah, both like, is a reality. Phrased, the way you phrased it, though, like you made Yankees fans seem worse in that comparison. Am I the only one that saw it? Am yeah, I just, am I just, <laughs> like, like they're worse, crazy. but the other one's still burning down a city. And like they threw batteries at Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, I actually did not know that. Yeah, it's like one of like the most famous things they've done. Yeah, so uh, I, I no, might have to update these six, rankings after six, knowing yeah. that. At number six, though. This one skyrocketed just this week alone. Twitter, th- this fan base has, like, I keep rolling my Every time I go on a Twitter today or this week, I roll my eyes at this fan base and, and how pathetic and weak all their fans have been on Twitter. Wow. Oh. Um, okay. It would be Tennessee Volunteer fans. Hey, all right. There we go. There we go. I, I, I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't think there has ever been a loss for any of my teams where, like, Saturday was what six five days ago. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I have been this upset five days after a regular <laughs> season loss for any of my teams that I cheer for. They are still like way too upset about the thirty six to seven beatdown that Mizzou gave them last Saturday. Right, and they they have like some of the worst excuses. Their sportsmanship on Twitter is awful. They can't just be like, good win or congrats, like you beat us this year. There is like a but to every single thing that their fans have said on Twitter. And it is wildly obnoxious. Wildly obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I agree. Number four. No, it's number five. Number five, number five, five. is um, okay. is the people who banned the horns down Texas. <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing. Was it not the referees? No, no. Texas, uh, like, boosters. Texas boosters, like, pretty much made the NCAA ban it because they were too soft. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. They first forced the Big 12 to do it, and then they left the Big 12 because they're soft. Mm. Um, 
At number four. Number four. All right. The team that thinks they're winning the Super Bowl every year, the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. <laughs> Cowboys fans. Go they're going to go after you there? Or? I thought he might be going after me. Niner fans <laughs> are just scary. They'll kill you. They'll <laughs> I don't think you, you guys don't have like a – it's not like your year every year. That's not like you're f- saying though. I mean, you might think you're going to win it, but, like, there's actual reason behind winning it every single year. You know what I mean? Like, like for the Chiefs, the past five, six years, there's been actual merit behind thinking the Chiefs could win the Super Bowl. And there's a couple of other – like, I'd put the Eagles in that category as well, as the, although they are in the worst fan base. I think the last couple of years they have had merit and reason behind at the beginning of the season, this is our year, we could win it. The Cowboys, it's just like, oh, we have Dak Prescott. Oh, we have Tony Romo. Okay. What 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 have they done in the offseason to magically change your mind from choking in, in the wild card last year to not choking this year? Brandon Cooks is him doing the playoffs. <laughs> number three? And number three. This one this one is a little bit of a toss-up, and I don't know how I feel, but if you can't fill out if you're the one seed in the playoffs and you can't fill out your stadium let alone have less fans in the playoffs than the royals did for their last game you have to be on this list the tampa bay Rays. oh no you gotta give them a break (laughs) i can't though i mean like that is so bad and i get the location of the stadium is is a big like letdown for fans in the first place but you the Royals literally had more games and and the hunt the the final regular season this season than the Rays did for their postseason. I can't agree with you. You got to give Rays fans a little break. No, it's no. I won't. If I if there may be a little too high, I'll give I you played, that. If I play at the Trop, I, <laughs> the goal, number three, number three, number three. Yeah, I I we I, went I over think people burning their own cities, Cowboys over their players. How do you put the race over Cowboys? It's fans? because it's, it's because they're like so unenthusiastic. And his bias won't even put Celtics on this list. They pooped in Bill Russell's bed. <laughs> he gave them eleven championships. I eleven I, cha- Do you know how many I, that is? I was not a championships. I was in a row, by the, the way. I was not a fan of the Celtics when that happened. Okay. You weren't alive when that happened. That's that's also my point. <laughs> I, I was not a fan of the Celtics when that happened. Your so parents weren't there when it happened. That has probably true, actually. That's <laughs> it's probably true. That's... I would also like to say though, I make the Celtics fan base so much better. <laughs> so much better. Put it better. on the poll. He said <laughs> it on the poll. Does Jack Bartlett make the Celtics <laughs> fan base better? Yes, single-handedly. Crazy pictures of Jack for this. Just take that. Uh, n- just take a picture of this. This is already crazy enough for me because that's the Jack said I'm single-handedly finest. saving the franchise. That is just a ridiculous statement. You got to give a Rays fans a break, dude. <laughs> I will say that the, the top it? two are very interchangeable in my eyes. Like, very interchangeable. Tampa I'm, Bay Rays. I'm still confused how the Tampa Bay Rays deserve all that. Over and I just, Philly. Like, yeah, and Celtics. Yeah, the, I, 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 I Over said. Over New York. I think, I think the Rays may be a little too high, but they should be, like, top five in my Didn't opinion. did Marcus Smart, like, five years ago say that there were some race, like, a lot of racist fans in Boston that were, like, totally uh, That was not Marcus is smart that was clay thompson after like the second or first game of the nba finals because red sox fans are pretty bad too oh yeah yeah okay boston and patriots fans well they're not on here go celtics 
Okay. So, well, anyway, your list is wrong. Number two. At, Go okay. Let's go Rays. Again, preface days. the top two. The top two are like very interchangeable. It could go one of them is one, the other one's two. It's kind of like a 1A, 1B situation. But okay. at number two is the Kansas Jayhawks. Mm, yep. One of the worst in college. They they are awful. Uh, they in college are awful. basketball. I don't know about yeah. football too much, but basketball, absolutely. Uh, well, let me put it this way. They upset Oklahoma at home this year. Right. Their entire student section was gone. It was non-existent. You're going to beat Oklahoma, who was at the time a one-loss? or the... No, I think that was their first loss. That was their first loss of the season. It was to Kansas. They were undefeated. They were top ten in the nation. They were the best team in the Big 12 at that point. And you're not going to have a student section and let alone have enough people to storm the field? Like, that's terrible. That's, that's just terrible. Uh, what is going on here? What's going on? I think it was a... I was trying not to mess up my internship, and I forgot the poll question about Jack. No, you don't have to, I just texted you. I... Well, I was close enough. I said, is Jack Bartlett saving Celtics fans? I thought it was, does it make the Celtics does, fan base better? Yes, that's the exact same thing. It's the same thing. Tomato, tomato. I was pretty close. Be Good job, quiet. babe. Be quiet, Bartlett. <laughs> Good job, babe. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Jack, I, I like how Jayhawks are number one or two, but... I think your reasoning is skewed. I don't think what I, I think your reasoning for them being up there is skewed because I think their attitude is a huge thing, and I don't think you even put uh, put that on there yet. Like you haven't yeah, really talked about their attitude. Oh, okay, I can talk about it. Well, no, don't talk about it. For, I mean, we we just did talk about it. They're All right, terrible. Fine. Number yeah. one. <laughs> number one. Number one is absolutely like awful. It's terrible. It's one of my two least favorite teams in all sports, college, professional. It would be the Raiders. Mm. Raiders. I think the Raiders over the Cowboys is kind of crazy. Uh, Raiders over the Celtics is absolutely ridiculous. No, Celtics no, no. You don't understand Raiders fans like I do, man. I understand Celtics fans. <laughs> Have I ever done anything crazy? No. Am I a racist? No. Well, well, hey, hey well, go back to the first one. <laughs> Have second you one, I, I'll, I'll let it slide. But the first <laughs> one, <laughs> I'll let it slide? <laughs> uh, the first one, though, I'm, if I've done anything crazy, didn't we hear stories just last week from your own mother telling us how absolutely crazy you but, were? But it was I fun. was, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was having fun. You, were, you were testing how to fall. Practicing, right? Practicing how to fall. Yeah, you never know when you're going to trip on your own feet, man. You never know when when some some jerk's going to push up into you, and you you got to learn. You got to know how to fall, because if you don't, you land on your wrist and you break it in like six different ways. And you know what's not fun? Breaking your wrist in six different ways. I had I had a, this was a this was a foolproof plan, and it worked. You know how many times I've fallen and injured myself? None. Zero. Zilch. <laughs> Push into Push up into you. <laughs> Why are you laughing at only that? <laughs> Can you say it again, Jones? Say it again, Jones. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, my back. Those are only two votes. Not my back hurts, dude. Oh, my God. Only two votes, Haley. That's funny. I'll Wait for the end of the day. I will use my four Instagram accounts. 
Uh, we have about a minute left. Jones, you want to do a rapid speed of uh, Thanksgiving side dishes? or? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, s- stuffing, cornbread, uh, green bean casserole, um, pink stuff. Uh, what? It's pink stuff. Pink stuff is like uh, uh, whipped cream that's dyed pink and has marshmallows and pecans and fruit and stuff. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, if you haven't tried to try it out. Uh, what's, what's going on? What's going on in there? It's 100%. Why? Because only two people voted on it? I don't know. This is not a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, what was the what, green bean casserole? Yeah, never really. My family makes guy. it good. My family makes Jack, it good. Jack, you had a green bean casserole before? Uh, I have. It's been a while yeah. though. Number five. This one you had like four of them that you rattled off. Um, yeah, pink stuff and then stuffing's number one. It's just the, it's the staple. Cat. Mashed potatoes. My fam- my family's mashed potatoes. I should say. Oh we, yeah. Because we're built different. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, cranberry sauce. Um, I think just a, a staple. I think. Um, I, I think you can't go. I think I think the roll is the uh, is the Le, is the LeBron James of the plate sometimes. Oh, facts, because facts. because it's, it's it's your uh, it's your number one. And with that, I think it's uh, time to go. Yeah, I'm thankful for this episode. Thankful for all of you. I'm of thankful course. for all of you. Yeah, thankful for that list, Jones. Thankful, not really thankful for Jack's list, but uh, <laughs> let, let's have a you know let's have a thank a great Thanksgiving. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, see you guys. In two weeks later. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Jacob Jones. Paul Scholes. Uh, Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off, Jeff! His heart I'm a sucker for you! <laughs> ben Yates. Right there. Oh, interesting. Yeah, not her. I got the conflict. Are we still playing this? <laughs> Stop! Wait, 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 listen. The Valley Variety, live every Thursday at 4 p.m. only on Blaze Radio.